It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We welcome you to another episode of the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. Good to have you guys with us. As we approach week number five in the National Football League, Sean McVay and the Los Angeles Rams coming to FedEx Field this Sunday at 1 o'clock Eastern. Hey guys, this football season will be different and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day. No matter how you watch this season, you should watch it with an ice cold Pepsi or Diet Pepsi if you're me. That's what I did on Sunday at FedEx Field. That's what I did on Monday. You had a NFL double dip plus a little baseball playoffs. I polished off an entire two-liter bottle of Diet Pepsi. There's nothing like a Diet Pepsi over ice with a little lemon. Oh, Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, guys. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. All right, so on this episode, it's going to be a heavy player reaction type episode. We heard from Ron Rivera on the first episode of the week, uh, a non-victory Monday after Sunday's loss, 31-17 to the Baltimore Ravens. Now we're going to hear from a bunch of the players and their reaction after Sunday's game, including Dwayne Haskins, Antonio Gibson, and Kendall Fuller, and we'll see what else we have time for. But first, a little bit of news. The Washington football team had to cancel some prearranged workouts on Monday out of an abundance of caution. The story was first reported by Ben Standing of The Athletic, Mike Garofolo of NFL Network, and then Ron Rivera himself confirmed. Yeah, and they apologized to those that they brought in. I don't know the exact reason. I don't know if there was a false positive or potential or if there was just some sort of reason for them to be a little skeptical and a little shaky considering everything going on and what happened with the Tennessee Titans and what happened in other buildings across the NFL. We don't know the exact details as we sit here, uh, but clearly they do these type of workouts and they have done these type of workouts for whatever reason this particular week, this particular episode, uh, they took care of that issue. All right, so I wanted to get that out. Uh, Let's turn you over to Dwayne Haskins, the starting quarterback for the Washington football team. His comments, his thoughts on Sunday after the game at FedEx Field right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. Can you just start with breaking down your day overall? Yeah, um, I thought I did a good good job today just um, taking what the defense gives me. Um, Still some things to improve on and work on uh, for next week versus the Rams. Uh, definitely not satisfied, but something to build upon and work on. You mentioned taking what they gave you. Was that a real emphasis throughout the day? Um, yeah, I mean, I want to play football, fundamental football, have fun, most importantly, out there. And, um, you know, don't want to force anything. Last week wasn't fun. And um, this week, you know, when there's times to take some shots, I took them. And then when it wasn't there, I found a way to get it down or get it out. 
did you feel there were deep shots there for you, but maybe you you felt it wasn't the right time for him? No, nah, they were playing soft zone, man. There wasn't too much uh, man coverage, and you know they gave us some spots here and there. But I mean, you can throw it up if you want to if, if it's there. Um, but I didn't see anything that was really worth um, you know taking opportunity on that wasn't in our favor. But um, like the play to Terry um, on that on that fade box and uh, going into the end zone, something that we were you know looking forward to with that man matchup. So um, really just trying to find ways to uh, you know get some players in space and make some shit happen. I cursed again. Hey, Dwayne, a lot of emphasis was on your personal growth after last week. The coaches talked about it. You talked about it. What were some areas today that you felt you did a better job of maybe than even last week? Um, I felt like I, did, I just had a – I was in great control. Uh, I felt calm. I felt collected. I felt like I had a plan of what I was trying to do before it happened and was, I was able to have a plan of how to react if it wasn't there. So I'm um, just keep building upon that and taking that um, and, and enhancing it and getting better each week. Hey, Dwayne, uh, Ron said you made a bit of an unconventional call on that fourth down from the 13 just to kind of see what you and the offense would do. What did you see on that play? <laughs> they got up out of there again. It was zone coverage. Uh, they left the pivot out wide open. I uh, wish you would have had somebody a little bit, um, you know, playing a little more match so I can get a shot up in the end zone. But they were all there waiting for it. So I just try to give Isaiah the opportunity to make somebody miss and get in the end zone. Did you have a sense that maybe he was challenging you there, Ron? I had no idea. I hope I passed it. Hey, Dwayne, there, there are a couple of times with, with Baltimore's blitzes where they're able to get, you know, they took advantage of the line sliding one way, coming with pressure off the edge. How difficult was it to sometimes dissect that blitz and to recognize maybe what was coming? Now they do a great job disguising stuff. Um, I felt like we, um, the first drive, uh, they got us on um, a certain, like, look where they ran the back route with the running back and, um, we were hot regardless, but uh, we had a miscommunication with the offensive line and myself. Uh, I got to do better with that. But um, outside of that, that's probably the only play where we had a miscommunication up front. And then um, really just trying to find – they, like, do a good job of showing zero and then playing zone behind it. So the quick throws and the hot throws that you would be able to take in man coverage with the zero look isn't there. So with zone, you would be able to get depth and drift kind of what Mahomes did last week and finding um, some uh, second, or third, second or third options that are getting open that are, you know, quick uh, hot throws. What did it mean for you guys as an offense to get Antonio Gibson going like he was? Yeah, I told him today, uh, you know, he had his preseason schedule out of the way. Uh, it's time to go ball now, show everybody who you are, and uh, he, he's getting ready to um, take off, and I'm excited for him. When it seems like you guys are Antonio differently, lining him up in different spots. What does that allow you to do uh, as a quarterback? I mean, watching him uh, in college, I mean, the dude was lining up in the slot, running fades. Um, so he's definitely somebody that's versatile, and, um, you know, whether we can show – him in the backfield, motion him out, have him run a route or bring him out from, you know, receiver spot, bring him in, have him run the ball. So he's a very, you know, versatile guy who makes some stuff happen for us. And I'm just trying to get him to own up his role and, uh, you know, take advantage of it. Dwayne, were there moments today that you could see how good this offense could be? Like, you could, there was a flow today, it felt like at times. Did you have that sense? Yeah, I really think it just started starting with me. Um, I got to have confidence in myself every week. And um, that's kind of, you know, just this week, I wanted to forget whatever happened. Uh, previously, um, you know, block out the noise and most importantly, have fun and, and trust uh, what we're doing schematically and uh, trust my, my teammates. And um, I did that today and, and it translated on a lot of plays where we had some conversions, um, some big gains and some tongue plays. Uh, so we want to just keep improving on that. Hey, Dwayne, could you see that Ron was struggling at all with his health or anything like that? Like, what did you kind of notice from him maybe sitting down on the sidelines and doing timeouts, that sort of stuff? Um, I didn't really um, notice per se because um, Coach Rivera is 
uh, since he got here, he's been more of an observing guy. Um, he definitely takes control when he needs to, but um, he always comes and talks to me, whether it's in between series or before the game or, you know, in warm-ups. So um, with me, I didn't see anything differently. I was, I was so locked in on what we were doing and how we were going to attack the next drive. I didn't get to have opportunity to watch how he was moving around on the sideline. Okay, a couple more. Dwayne, you were uh, 32 or 45 on the day. I know numbers are just numbers. Sorry, I'm sorry? Can't hear you. Oh, sorry. You were 32 or 45 on the day, and I know numbers are just numbers, but clearly you were able to get the short passing game working. How much of that was... What, what's going on? Um, can you take us through the sequence right before halftime um, where you guys, you guys settled for a field goal and it looked like you ran out of time to run a play? Um, yeah, in that situation, we just wanted to end with the ball. Um, if we would have had like three or four seconds, I'm sure uh, Coach Rivera, Coach Turner would let us run that play. But, um, you know, we had a different personnel than what we were calling for that play. So it was a little bit of miscommunication with um, what we were trying to do with different players in different spots. So I tried to get it going before – uh, the timeout happened, but um, you know, it's something to keep working on. Keep working on two minutes. We do two minutes every Wednesday, so we're just gonna keep improving on that. Uh, keep communicating and do a good job with uh, understanding what we're trying to do. Hey, Dwayne, I know that you said that you didn't have a chance to see Ron on the sideline because you were on the field, but obviously he missed Wednesday's practice because of treatment. Um, when you guys see him battling as much as he is, you guys bring out the coach, the reverse Ron stuff. What does that mean for you guys when you see him going through all this, trying to be a part of the? Um, you know, the whole game week, I suppose. What was the question? I said, when you, obviously you didn't get a chance to see Ron Rivera on the sideline because you're on the field, but you saw him throughout the week, like going to treatment and things like that. And he's still trying very much to be with you all. What does it mean to you all that he's trying to do this in the midst of all these treatments? Uh, it means the world to me because, um, you know, health is the most important thing. Um, kind of having a similar situation, not the same situation, but a situation in Ohio State with, uh, you know, Coach Meyer and him having a condition and, um, Really is just having ownership with your teammates and, and, and the rest of the guys in the building to take up for the, you know, whatever there's a lack of, of, of with coach as far as um, him taking care of himself. And, you know, we all support him. And we have Rivera strong T-shirts today. And he's somebody that we um, see as, as our main leader. And he's our head coach and we trust in him. So um, it, it's, it's, it's hard to watch him struggle, hard to watch him, um, you know, have to do chemo and then come in and, and bring a whole bunch of energy for practice and, and still coach. But um, he loves it, and uh, we're going to stand behind him and try to make his job as easy as possible. All right, that's Washington football team quarterback Dwayne Haskins meeting with the media. Thanks to WashingtonFootball.com. Uh, I'm Chris Russell, host of the Locked On Washington football team podcast. We continue along, but first, guys, we tell you, that this episode is brought to you by NFL Game Pass. That's right. We've been telling you for weeks now, get your game on with NFL Game Pass. This season, get football on your time with NFL Game Pass. You can catch every snap from every game with full game replays and see all the plays in just 45 minutes with condensed games. You can relive all the gutsy calls, the crazy catches, the wild comebacks and breakout stars from every game every week. It's all the action, all the football you can handle all in one place. NFL Game Pass is the only place you can replay every game all season long. You'll also learn from the league's best players with over 40 NFL Game Pass film session episodes. Go inside the game from a player's perspective as they break down the game's concepts and techniques. Learn from the best like Deshaun Watson, Stephon Gilmore, Devontae Adams, and many more. NFL Game Pass also provides access to the entire NFL Films archive. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass 
where football never ever stops. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home, but I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free desserts. All right, we're back here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Why don't we go out to FedEx Field once again after Sunday's 31-17 loss to the Baltimore Ravens and hear from Kendall Fuller, who picked off Lamar Jackson once and... Oh, yeah, Robert Griffin III once. Kendall Fuller in his first home game back with the Washington football team. Hey, Kendall, can you, um, can you just take us through how much, maybe how much more comfortable you felt this week after getting a game under your belt in the Cleveland? Uh, yeah, it was a little bit more settling, you know, just, just little things, just like having your pregame um, routine down, um, just certain little things that you do before the game. So just having that comfort level of just getting one game in your system and things like that. So it definitely felt – a little better this week. Hey, Kendall, you guys wore the Rivera Strong shirts and pregame and all that. What did it mean to see Ron out there coaching for you guys, given the week he had, and did you notice a difference in him? Uh, I mean, it means a lot, man, just to, just to see him him fighting, you know, not even just today, but seeing him on Wednesdays, on Thursdays, on Fridays, just seeing him fight, you know, it, it motivates all of us to go out there, keep on fighting and never quitting. Kendall, what did it feel like to be back in, in FedEx and, and to play like you did today? It uh, felt weird with no fans, um, but definitely felt good just walking in the stadium uh, this time, knowing that I'm going to suit up, suit up and go out there on the field and play. And, uh, you know, we just got to work on just protecting our home turf and just getting wins, especially at home. Kendall, what did you see on Lamar's 50-yard touchdown run on that play? Um, I honestly don't remember. I would have to check the film and let you know. I think we were in some band coverage, so. I wasn't able to see the, see the play yet. You know, four games in, I understand you haven't played all four, but where, where do you feel this defense is? You know, talking about not having, you know, the traditional offseason and the preseason games. Where are you guys at, and, and how far do you think you can be before this season's over? Uh, I mean, we're, we're, we're doing good, man. We're, we're playing some, some, good, some good football at certain times. Um, you know, other, other situations where we got to improve that, but uh, we're putting some good things out there. We just got to come be, be more consistent, come together, as a defense and, uh, you know, put that same product on the field, each snap, snap in and snap out. What have you seen from uh, Cameron Curl so far as, as a young guy jumping right in? Uh, he's been doing good, man. I think uh, early on in training camp, I think when me and Faye went out for a day or two, uh, Faye went out for a day or two, I was out for a little bit and Cam was able to, we was able to just throw him in there. And, uh, you know, he was able to handle it mentally. Um, you know, he's, He's done everything that the coaches asked him to do. Um, the things that they asked him to correct, he goes out there and corrects it pretty good. So, you know, he's definitely been good for us. All right, once again, that's Kendall Fuller with the two-pick day on Sunday. And certainly this defense needs a lot more of that because 
even though it came in a 14-point loss, the only way they're going to stem some of the tide of the offense turning the the ball over as much as they have and the defense getting gashed uh, on quick turnaround drives and you know double gut punch drives as I kind of like to call them is by getting a couple of turnovers now the second one came obviously in a one-sided game the first one uh, certainly was in a more meaningful spot all right coming up next we will hear from Antonio Gibson Redskin, the Washington football team star, young running back, who is starting to kind of find his way and make more and more of an impact, plus a number that you'll want to hear on Antonio Gibson. That's still to come right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. I'm Chris Russell here for our friends at Rock Auto. That's right. RockAuto.com is your place to go, guys, when you need something for your car or your truck, whether it be a major repair, a minor repair, a vanity repair, an improvement, whatever you want to do. You want to spruce up your car with new carpeting. You want to, uh, new rugs, new uh, rims, whatever you want to do. You can do it all at rockauto.com. And when you go to rockauto.com, you're going to get the best and reliably low prices. Why? Because they don't have the overhead that the big auto part superstores have, right? They don't have the employees necessarily that they have to pay a full-time salary. They don't have the big building that they have to pay rent or mortgage on. Uh, They don't have to do all of that stuff. Plus, they're not going to cut deals to their local mechanic friend down the street that they're not going to pass on to you. They're going to treat everybody the same, fair, and equally, right? That's what we want as a customer. Whether you need, again, a big part, a small part, Whether you have a foreign car or a domestic, car or truck, rockauto.com is your place to go. So go there now, guys. And when you go to rockauto.com, in their How Did You Hear About Us section, right locked on so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car or truck will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, as we told you about last week here on the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast, we are so happy that Built Bar has turned a new product around, and now you guys can be part of that experience as Built Bar continues to expand their brand and the market with Built Go. If you are finding yourself hitting a wall 2 o'clock in the afternoon, you're tired after lunch, you still have meetings, you still have calls, you still have work to do, It happens every day for me, guys. You pop a Built Go right in, and it's like the healthy replacement for your energy drink without being bad for you. It's great for you. I had one last week, and I'm going to have another one today because I'm already starting to feel like I went to bed late, I got up early, got a lot of work to do, need to be more productive. They're easy. One and a half ounce packages. You could put it in your golf bag, your briefcase, your knapsack, whatever you take to work, whatever you take along with you. You can take it with you to the gym after your workout. 
It's basically a five-hour energy without the same crash feeling that you're going to get from some of the other energy replacements. They had three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey. I had the chocolate mint last week. I haven't had the chocolate coconut yet, but I'm looking forward to my peanut butter, honey coming up later on today. And you should and can too. So go to builtgo.com. That's right, builtgo.com. And use the promo code LOCKED and you'll get 30% off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKED for 30% off at BuiltGo.com and let's go. All right, we wrap up the Locked On Washington football team podcast with Antonio Gibson, who just keeps doing things that opens everyone's eyes and impresses, including yours truly. I mentioned this on Sunday real quickly before we turn it over to him. He had a 17-yard catch and run. That was timed by next-gen stats from the NFL at 20.7 miles per hour. Lamar Jackson, on his 50-yard touchdown run, was timed at 20.3 miles per hour. So Antonio Gibson, on one particular run, measured a faster next-gen statistic and computer chip technology rate of speed than Lamar Jackson. And he's 225 pounds, and he's a running back. Obviously, Lamar Jackson is brilliant and fast and everything in between, but I thought that was an interesting... It's not a lot. It's not a huge difference, but it is something that's notable, right? It is something that's notable. All right, I'm Chris Russell. Here is Antonio Gibson. Antonio, what did, what did it mean to finally get going today uh, with, with a big game? And did you feel like maybe you'd had that in you for a little while? Uh, just felt comfortable today. Uh, I feel like each week I'm learning. Um, I feel like every play, you know, I always come back and critique myself. So, you know, as the season goes on, I'm, I'm going to continue to learn, uh, you know, put it out there on the field. Antonio, when you looked at the game plan this week, did you kind of see, hey, maybe I'm going to be lining up outside the backfield a little more? And, and what allowed you to take advantage of those opportunities? Uh, not really. Uh, we had a few plays that put me there. But um, other than that, uh, it was the same game plan, uh, you know, to rotate us, get going, uh, and get what we can get, and uh, trust the O-line is weak. When, uh, when you got op- or uh, got loose down the, the left sideline, it seemed like you were a little upset with yourself. Uh, can you kind of take us through that play? Uh, definitely. I felt like uh, I think it was two people to my left. Uh, I knew I had beat them to the end zone. I had no clue the guy to the right was coming. <clears throat> and, you know, he kind of got a hit on me. I, I was definitely upset about that. <laughs> hey, Antonio, John Kahn, ESPN. Where do you feel you continue to take make progress just even even only in playing a handful of games? Um, just in the run game. Uh, you know, it's times where I try to make a play and I shouldn't. Uh, and that's, you know, that's me not playing running back a lot. That's me um, playing receiver and always trying to make a play because when I catch a ball, I'm either downfield. At running back, you're always in the backfield. So, you know, you got to get north quick. And, uh, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. So I just need to learn when to pick and choose, when to uh, just stick my foot in the ground and get north and get those two or three yards, you know, and get positive yards instead of trying to make, make something happen. And, you know, sometimes it's for a loss. Do you feel you're getting better in that area? Uh, definitely. Uh, you know, once I catch myself doing it during it, like today, I caught myself doing it. I came to the sideline, said I need to correct it, and uh, that's what I did. Antonio, did just feel like 
the most, uh, you know, I guess consistent this offense has felt so far? Did it move as well today as you've seen it? Uh, I feel like we've been moving a lot. Uh, it's just, you know, sometimes it's a little bit too late. Uh, and I feel like once we get it going, uh, we're going to be perfectly fine. Antonio, um, what what do you what's your reaction when you you know that Coach Rivera is out there battling to stay on the sidelines, you know, after going through chemo all week and then coming out in the field and trying to get through it, even though he's having a tough time. Uh, it shows who he is as a person. Um, you know, uh, for him to be going through what he's going through, um, he makes it when he can. Um, most of the times, you you do see his face. Uh, and when you don't, you know, you know, it got to be something um, serious. So uh, for him to come out and still, you know, coach us through it, uh, give us speeches and, you know, be here to support us and coach us through these games, uh, it means a lot. And it shows what kind of man he is. As the quarterback, you know, obviously Dwayne faces a lot more criticism than other positions. How did you see him react to the past week and, and bounce back from a pretty bad outing in Cleveland? Uh, I never see him react to, to any of it. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, it's just us, uh, the team. Um, so, you know, what people say on the outside, it shouldn't affect us at all. Um, so I, I haven't seen any reactions to, to what the people are saying at all. So, Hey, Antonio, where do you see this offense overall as a whole right now? Right now, um, we still got a lot of work to do. Um, we definitely got a lot of work to do. I feel like once we put it all together, um, <laughs> we're going to be something to, uh, to deal with for sure. Uh, and uh, we're all young. Uh, we got time to grow. Um, you know, uh, right now, you know, we want to, you know, it's the season, so uh, we got to play better. But uh, once we get it there, uh, we're definitely going to be something to deal with. And that's going to do it for us right here on the Locked On, a Washington football team podcast for a midweek edition Tuesday as we record this players day off coaches getting ready for the Los Angeles Rams and Sean McVay don't forget Kevin O'Connell as well on that staff and Joe Barry former Washington defensive coordinator Aubrey Pleasant as well so lots of ex-Washington flavor on that particular coaching staff I'm Chris Russell look forward to chatting with you the rest of the week we'll have crossover Thursday still to come uh, and much much more covering the Washington football team as they get ready for Sean McVay and the Los Angeles Rams. That's still to come this week. Stay tuned. Adios. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.